Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. As we get back to local programming for the remainder of the morning and right through the entire afternoon, uh, Murph and Andy, one to three, of course, and then Heather and Sean, the drive from three until six. Trent and I will take you to 11. Here's the BMW of Des Moines guest list uh, as it shakes out for today. We will start talking baseball as we do weekly. Uh, this will now move to Mondays now that the Master has moved out of the way um, and the NCAA tournament, etc. But Matt Snyder joins us weekly during the baseball season right through. Uh, the end of the World Series. Uh, he will join us to talk baseball about 11.30. We'll go around the bigs uh, with Matt Snyder. Love the segment. Uh, if you're a baseball fan, uh, hope you'll stick around with us. At about 10 minutes before noon, uh, Travis Dvorak, who runs the shop at Wild Rose Jefferson, will arrive in the studio bearing Trent's Trophy as he yeah. took down the Bet Rivers contest, uh, the latest, the NCAA tournament. So Travis Dvorak and uh, another big uh, month as far as uh, betting on sports here in the state of Iowa. Another uptick, $232 million. Better in the month of March. Goes to show you when you have a bunch of teams, men and women who qualify for the tournament, the interest is there. So Travis Dvorak will be here. Uh, we'll pick his brain about a number of issues. Trent will take his picture with the trophy. <laughs> and on we go to the 12 o'clock hour. We're Matt Manasarin from Sports Info Solution. He is a former NFL scout with the Brownies and the Saints. Uh, now doing the uh, draft at uh, Sports Info Solution. Uh, we will talk to Matt on a weekly basis leading up to the draft today. I think we'll probably well, focus some of it anyways on the locals. And then uh, Kyle Irving, who joined us last year during the NBA playoffs. He's back again as, look now, the NBA playoffs are back again uh, starting tonight with the uh, play-in round. Uh, that will be put to bed by Friday. Is it Friday? I think this uh, the playoff round ends with the losers getting together, etc., um, taking us through Friday. So, uh, ready or not, NBA playoffs is here, and looking forward to that. And we will talk about those and you know, go a little further in depth. As to, uh, if you're looking to play a ticket, a future ticket for whatever reason on an NBA team, uh, maybe Kyle Irving can shed some light. Certainly, would. Um, the hosts will be all ears because we need to get brought up yes. to speed on the NBA uh, as well. Anyways, fun night of sports last night. The uh, Cubs had a nice uh, come-from-behind win. Twins in the afternoon and the White Sox. Um, I still don't understand why it was a day game, but it was. I thought maybe they would, uh, they would be packed with school kids. But as you said yesterday, maybe a little bit early for that. Uh, WNBA draft uh, last night. Uh, certainly, there were three Women from our state who played in our state, two Cyclones and a Hawkeye. Uh, Suarez went uh, four overall and subsequently traded to Dallas. Ashley Jones goes to Dallas. Uh, and then Monica Sonano uh, was drafted in the third round, picked 26 overall. So I looked it up because okay. I wanted to find out, okay, what kind of money are we talking here? What kind of cash are these ladies about to sign for? Do you have any idea? I saw it last night. Did you see it last night? Yeah. I would have um I would have embarrassed myself yet again trying to come up with I, I thought it was more money. Yeah. I thought it would be more money. So um uh Suarez, Stephanie Suarez will be um making seventy two thousand this year, seventy three next year, goes to eighty in year three, and then ninety one if her option is picked up. 
Uh, Ashley, Ashley Jones, who was picked 19th overall, I believe, she'll start at 66 thousand dollars a year and Sonata who was picked in the third round uh, she will start at sixty thousand dollars a year so I just guess I thought that it was I mean I, I knew it wasn't close to what the you know the NBA is paying but I thought it would be a little bit more uh, a little bit closer did you were you surprised uh I knew those numbers and I knew the stars I mean the top level players of Brittany Griner you know Diana Taurasi how much were they making I mean at the end Three hundred thousand, uh-huh. you know, something in that. So range. that was a second contract. Obviously, right. they got through their, um, the locked-in portion of the program of their contract. That just shows you, well, the reasons that Brittany Griner was in Russia. It right. Shows you why. Yeah. Good point. These players go yeah. across the sea to make more money yep. because that kind of like income. the old days in, in the like the old days in sports, right? Where right. baseball players finish their season, then they go find their real job. Their right. their, their job that takes them back to spring training. It's, it's a really good point, Trent. That's why that um uh that some of these women are not forced, uh, but decide to uh, go across the pond to, to um, enhance their bank accounts. Diana Tarazi coming up this year. She will make the most in the league. Her Jewel Floyd of Seattle and Ungabale. Remember her from Notre Dame hitting the big shot. They will each make $234,000 this year. And that's where the bar is set. That's the cap mm. hit, at least. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any extras that go into it there, but 234 mm. that's the top Angel end. Reese this year will make $1.3 million, according to On3 Sports. That's where her NIL has gone to with all her new Instagram followers. I don't understand that. I guess it's based on... You know, banks of followers that uh, that um, you know d- it determines how much the uh, sponsors are going to pay for it. But that's it's quite a difference. Yeah. So if they're, I mean, I've already seen the 2024 mock draft. Caitlin yeah. Clark going one overall, maybe that, 2025. Right, that would be sixty-eight thousand dollars. She can't stand. She can't take the cut and pay. Right, absolutely. I mean, that's a significant it cut is. and pay. Oh my God. We heard what was it seven to eight million dollars is realistic for Caitlin Clark, right? And right now Reese has one point three, so and she is the leader in the clubhouse. But there's more. To well, come. and the on three thing, don't go too far into that. Yeah, I just saw it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I don't. That is only basically looking at number of followers that you have on social media. These are not the actual big deals that are out there. You know, that does not have Angel Reese, whatever outfit that she's working for and getting. But that's not what it is. Strictly, so it's above and beyond what she could make by her her uh, Instagram base is one thing, but she adds that to the car right. dealership and yeah. the clothing line or whatever yes. that she may have. That's a separate know. entity. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that one point three million go quite north of that. Gotcha. And same thing with Caitlin Clark and mm-hmm. whoever else you're talking about. And you know those influencers that are out there, and when we see athletes at this level, it's a word that's. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been part of our vocabulary, part of our um, part of the world we live in for a while now. But mm-hmm. an influencer, I'm going to be an influencer when I grow up. It goes to a different level. Yeah, doesn't? just weird. It is different but demographic. That is very, very true. Are there any sixty or something dem- uh, influencers? Oh, I'm sure. You think? Oh, absolutely. What would we be? What would we be hawking? Oh, nursing homes, Metamucil, Metamucil. Um, what are we? What are we gonna? What are we, what's what I look forward to wearing? The depends. Adult diapers. <laughs> that, that could be one. Yeah, Good absolutely. God, it's gonna be brutal. <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. You'll be all right. I hope you're good health. You'll be. Fine. I hope you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be kicking around here for another 30, 40 years. <laughs> so, so it's not too late for me to become an influencer. Right, is that what yeah. you think? All right, maybe this is this is how you will go off into the uh-huh. sunset. Uh-huh. Become an influencer. <laughs> become an influencer. This is Ken Miller for Depends. When I crap my pants. <laughs>
<laughs> do what I do. <laughs> Wear these. And tell him Ken sent you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my, oh my. See what you got to look forward to, Condon? Oh boy. I uh, hope you get there. I just ripped another one off the calendar today, by the way. Oh, that's just going to stop after you just no. ripped another one. But what, what did you. Oh, today's your birthday? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Big number was, 43. Why did I think. Uh, I thought it was June for some reason. No, no. April baby. Right after. Born uh, just about two weeks after the Hawkeyes last you know Final what? Four. I, Cindy asked me this about a month ago. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his birthday's in June. I don't know why. We, I don't know what Ellis we're talking. Is in June. Maybe I don't know what I'm thinking. That could have been the connection. Maybe. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. So it's a big day for you. It's your birthday, and you're going to get a trophy from yes. Travis Dvorak. It's a heck of a birthday 43. present. Yeah. I'll say. That's why I wanted to set it up for today. Is how it was planned. You know, you don't you get to this point in life. There's not a whole lot you need. No. There's not a whole lot that. No. What's on your birthday? I don't have a birthday wish. What do you want for Christmas? I don't need right? anything. I have everything I S- need. Same. 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 But a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Cindy and I have not exchanged gifts for years. If you need something, go buy it. Can't wait to get to that point. No, you do. You, I mean, we do for the kids. For sure. Although now we're at the point where they just want money. <laughs> right. So that's real easy. Here, yeah. Here's a check. Right. Do what you do with it what you will. Uh, anyways, good stuff. Uh, so that's the BMW Des Moines guest list here today. We're going to move around a lot. We're going to talk baseball. We are going to talk NFL draft. And we're going to talk about the NBA as we get to the NBA and the playoffs. A couple of days left in the NHL. I want to bring up your hockey guy from yesterday, Faber. Do you remember talking about Faber? Uh, who was um, fresh off the frozen fresh four. off the frozen four? Played for Minnesota, got beat by Quinnipiac in overtime. Quickly signed with the Minnesota Wild and played last night. He did not only play last night; he led the entire team in ice time. Wow! How about that? He blocked six shots. I told you he was yeah, a shot blocker. That's that's your hundred percent right. Um, I'm anxious to watch him tonight because the Wild take on the good guys at 7 o'clock. Okay. Very important game for my squad. I think mm-hmm. for the Wild, too, as they try to secure the number one overall spot. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, uh, you brought him up yesterday, and I wanted to uh, add to your hockey portion of the program <laughs> as you flaunted your NHL knowledge. But, yeah, he played last night and led the team in ice time, which is remarkable. So he just goes from the Frozen Four yeah, right on to the right NHL. Right on the ice, and nobody played more in the Minnesota Wild in a close game, by the way. Yes. Looked the part. Did you watch much of it? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I was. I watched the. I watched the Jets and the uh, Sharks. Then I watched the Cubs uh, in extra innings. That was really good. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. Nico Horner coming through in the clutch. And then I watched another um, baseball game. Dodgers. I don't. You know what? I got to find this up because I was making dinner. What was I watching late in the night last night? Um, uh, Colorado, Colorado, St. Louis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had it on. Uh-huh. I had it on. Um, as uh, St. Louis, boy, oh boy, they're struggling out of the gate. Mats was awful again. How long? How far did he get? He was out when I got there. Oh, he made it into the sixth. Okay, but he just he was not sharp. Mm-hmm. Hits all over the place. And you know what? Sharp yesterday was Drew Smiley. Uh, Smiley was good. Smiley was terrific. The bullpen was excellent. Yep, uh, Keegan Thompson in, putting in out the fire. Innings. He was great. And this Cubs team's going to be okay. I think they are, too. They're going to be all right. Uh, by the looks of things, the country is missed again on Tampa, who may never lose. Well, you missed on Tampa. Did I? Did you not miss on Tampa? Well, I had them in the playoffs. Did you have them in the playoffs? First yeah. time since 87, teams started 10-0, and too. That's remarkable. It is. It truly is. I remember in 84, what did the Tigers realize? 30-5, and five, I want to say. Was bananas. Yes. And I saw them play at Old Ranger Stadium in Texas. I saw okay. Dave Stewart pitch for... A pitch for um, Texas, 
And that was the year um, Sparky Anderson and the Tigers uh, won their World Series. Let's get Jeff in here uh, as we will move on. Uh, 35 and 5, by the way, for That's the what they were? 35 and 5. So find a series. Jeff, hang on. Jeff, are you in a, are you in a rush? No rush. All right. Let me, let me just hang in there. Find the schedule. The 84. Now, now I got myself thinking. All right. 84 Detroit Tigers. Yeah. So it would have been in April because it would have been my two-week break from calling races in Winnipeg. All right. So middle of April. It was in Detroit? No, it was in Texas. In Texas. Oh, yeah, you said Old yeah. Arlington. Let's see. Da, 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 scrolling through here. They went for a two-gamer yeah. April 25th and 26th. Okay. Was- did, Dave, did Dave Stewart start one of the games? He did. He took the L. The winner in the game on Wednesday, April 25th, was Milt Wilcox. Okay. Now, who did I see the next night? Uh, let's see. The winning pitcher in that one was... Doug Bear. No, I mean, remember the name. I don't remember anything about it. All right, now one more. He beat Frank Tanana. Oh, did he? My guy Tanana. Yes. All right, one more. Since we're going down memory lane, go to the Astros. So that, what was the, what was the last day? Uh, that was twenty uh, six. So that and that was a what day of the week? Thursday. All right. So go to the Sunday because uh-huh. I jumped on a plane and I flew to Houston. My only time I was at the Astrodome, and I think they played. Did they play the Braves? All right, so we go to the end of that weekend of April. Let's go to 1984, Houston Astros schedule. Yeah. Bob Lillis, the manager that season, as they go 80 and 82 on the year. End of April, we scroll down. They take on Atlanta. Uh Uh-huh. How about that for a memory on the old boy? (laughs) That's pretty good. In a robust two hours and 42 minutes. And who, who, did I, who did I see pitch? Mike Scott. Oh, wow. It's the win as he uh, defeats who took the L. Len Barker. That's pretty good. <laughs> Takes Barker the L. was a 20. Did Barker win a Cy Young with Cleveland, maybe? Uh, let's see here. Drafted, amateur draft, standard pitching. Scrolling through. He was an all-star once. Okay. 1981. Okay. That was coming on the heels of a 19-12 and 12 season. Yeah, right, right around four. Uh, ended up at 5.36 for his career. All right. right. Well, anyways, thank you for doing that. So, yes. Uh, not bad. I'm, I'm going to give myself a pat on the that, back that. was for pretty that. good there. Indeed it was. Man, maybe something else I can influence, and I'm not taking Prevagen because it doesn't work. Hey, do you want to hear about 1984 box scores? <laughs> yeah, right. Come to me. Here's your guy. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for being patient. How are you? Good. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Trent. Happy birthday. I hope Thanks. Uh, the day is... Uh, fulfills and you have a great time with your family and friends and happy birthday thank you um let's talk nba and I, I know we uh we don't talk enough and i love the nba someone I, if you can give me a couple minutes here fire away i'm all ears mm-hmm. help me help uh, us out well first you know the mvp you know i'm sure it's gonna um to be honest i would go with Giannis, and i don't i'm gonna make the comparison but i'm not gonna agree with it if it makes sense but i think Giannis falls in love people fall in love with him like with like MJ. MJ didn't win the MVP every year. You could give the, yeah. give the MVP to LeBron or to Giannis every mm-hmm. single year. Um, you know, he's, his game has gotten so much better, and I get it. Embiid, uh, when they played, I, I don't know who Embiid played a week ago, and he had 50, and it, they won the game, and it was huge. And, you know, you could answer back with Embiid with, you know, is Doc ever going to win a couple big series? I mean, there's been a lot of choke jobs mm-hmm, true. Uh, with Doc. Yep. Um, and then you can go with the Celtics. They've got their core. Um, you know, they're playing better. They've won their last three going in. You know, I really think the, the Cavs, Knicks series, you want to talk about Brunson. Brunson should be 
you know, he's, I really believe he should be the third, you know, a third team NBA player. You talk about the Mavericks. They could have signed Brunson to, I don't know, 110 million, chose not to, let him walk. Mm-hmm. And now you've got Kyrie. You're going to have to give him the extension. But that's, that's another conversation. But, but that's good for the Knicks. The Knicks, they're right there. That should be a fun series. Um, you jump to the Western Conference, it's, it's, it's funny. If I say Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, top three seeds, or if I give you the Suns, Clippers, Warriors. That group. I'm taking the, the second group. Yeah, that group. Yeah. Everybody's taking that second group, which is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I follow the Warriors because I'm a huge Curry and Clay fan. It's crazy to think Clay Thompson had the most made threes this season coming off those two horrendous injuries. Great for him. I know he's a step and a half slow defensively. They're going to get Wiggins back, hopefully. I don't know if you guys have looked into what's going on with Wiggins. We don't know if it's true or not. I'm not going to get into it, mm-hmm. but that is Whoa, really, I have not. I have no really, idea. really deep. Really, no. I mean, it, it, it would blow your mind. I hope it's not true. Trent, I'm sure you've got in the weeds a little bit with that. A little bit weird, too. I mean, if he's going to come back, why they didn't play him at the end of the regular season? I mean, at, at this point, you're just kind of left wondering, right? Oh. Right. It's... I, don't know where his head, I don't know where his head could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny to me that they're a two-to-one favorite over the Kings, which I know the Kings, uh, they're bottom five in all defensive categories, yes. which Mike Brown's a defensive-oriented guy, which is a head-scratcher. Um, now, when you talk to your, the NBA guy, and I'm sure he's going to say this, the hottest team in the NBA, the hottest team in the Western Conference, is the L.A. Lakers. They've won eight yeah. of the last ten. Everybody loves them. Everybody loves them. Yep. LeBron's back to being healthy. AD is healthy as of mm-hmm. right now, and that could change on a day-to-day basis. Um, and I haven't dug deep enough who they've beaten the last eight out of the ten games. Um, but it's funny to me that everybody is putting all their eggs into their basket. And, again, I feel like I'm picking one season chalk. But why are we disrespecting the number one seed Nuggets, who Joker's won back-to-back MVPs, Jamal Murray's playing well, they have a decent bench, um, home court advantage, and I get it. You got to show me. You got to. You got to prove it to me in the playoffs. But you know, can you talk about watching the NBA? And this is the right time. The Western Conference is loaded, and I even talked about the Clippers. And I think the Clippers or the Suns, if KD is back, and you can't double KD, and then you have Paul and Booker. Talk about Booker one on one matchups because you can't leave KD on the wing. Um, wow, what a what a fun. Western Conference this is going to be. I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. And I would love to hear, after I hang up, who do you guys like in the Western Conference? Well, I got like the Pelicans because you had me bet the Pelicans back <laughs> in November, and I did. I'm not, yeah, I mean, I, I took a flyer. I'm not, I'm not criticizing the pick. I, I love taking the long shot prices. They're in the playoffs. At least they got a chance. Now, I, and I, I'm going to stand by that. It didn't win. but and I, Was I in never plays? Well, correct. That's, that's the kicker. I mean, you know. We can talk about health all we want. Um, I thought that had some really good value. It, it didn't hit. Um, but here's the thing, Jeff. Head. There's the thing real quick. I mean, three more wins. They're fourth overall. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was that tight. Yeah. And a friend of mine loved the Kings preseason. And that wow. ticket is cashed, cashed and sailed. Um, but, yeah, the Western Conference all season has been, you know, you talk about from four all the way down to 11. Um, and it's too bad you guys touched base on it yesterday about Cat, or not Cat, with Gobert. And mm-hmm. I don't know how in the heck they gave away four first-round draft picks <sighs> for Gobert. That's just a, that's a – you talked about Danny Ainge and being a great GM. I don't know how they fleeced them, but great job for Danny Ainge. And Utah, 
staying relevant all season long. That was they're over cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but the NBA right now, I know we don't talk about it. You guys don't. Talk we do about now. It. But we do now. Uh, Trent, happy birthday. You guys have a good day. Thanks, Thank Jeff. you, Jeff. Yeah, we do now. We'll be talking a lot of them daily. Yes. Because that, this is what's this is what's left. Uh, the winter sports as we come down to the NHL and the NBA playoffs, and I'm all for it. Uh, John Cannon, I knew the NBA conversation would draw Cannon out of the woods. Yes, Hello, John Cannon. Good to hear from you. Knew we would. What's on I, your mind? I, I, I do feel like um, like a fly that just couldn't avoid the web. I just I was like I, I got to go. I got. They're talking about the NBA, um, and I think you guys in, in May um, should have an outing. You guys should have a night at a at a at a sports bar. Some Trent's in. You're choosing. Where yes. The N- NBA junkies that that listen to your show can get together, get to know each other, and and watch a game together. I think that'd be a gas. Well, we're doing something similar in Las Vegas at Circa the first couple of days. We're watching NBA, NHL, and Cubs cards. So okay, come on well, along. Have a good time. I won't be there. <laughs> All right. But, um, <laughs> but I wanted to, to mention and 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 Jeff touched on it. The fact that the the Hall of Famers. Are, are all not all, but but they're it, the bottom half of the bracket is filled with Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have some in the top half. I mean, Jokic certainly, and players like that. Yep. But to see LeBron and Steph and you know, really all of, all oh, those yeah. Warriors, Dre, Clay, you know, all those guys, you know, Anthony Davis, they're all lurking in the bottom half of the bracket. <laughs> they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's the most. Dangerous bottom half of the bracket I'll bet there's ever been in the NBA playoffs. And it's funny because all the year long we talked about how flawed all the teams were. And now we look at them, and like Jeff just said, the West is loaded. Is the, is the winner going to come out of the West, John? I mean, Milwaukee, Boston, or Philadelphia, would you put those three, stack those up, the three against anybody out of the West? Who would you take? I, I'll, I'm going to be a homer here. Yeah. If it's the Warriors, I think they've, they've got a chance just because their history is they figure it out. Whoever they're playing, however great the team is they're playing, they figure out how to attack them, how to defend them. It usually takes a few games. They've been down 2-1 like they were last year in, in a number of, of playoff series that they've won 4-2. to So I would say if it's them, they've got a chance. Otherwise, I... The Eastern teams just seem better, right? Those three teams all seem like, how do you guard these guys? Mm-hmm. What do you do? So it's it's going to be very interesting. The finals should be great. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the takeaway is the finals should be great this year, no matter who's in it. And I hope they're long and, to get us I to think, July. I think getting there is going to be fun. <laughs> Let's get Good to stuff. seven. Yeah. John, th- we got to run. we got to run. Good to hear from you. We know we will. Yes, you will. Uh, it's, it's NBA playoff time after all. Two quick notes. Uh, this is at DraftKings. Right now you can get the Eastern Conference minus 150, the West plus 120 over there. Uh-huh. Um, this also jumped off the page to me. You can bet the division, which division wins the NBA title. Okay. The Pacific is the betting favorite at plus 195, meaning you get the Suns. Uh Uh-huh. You get the Kings. Okay. You get the Clippers. You get the Warriors. You get the Lakers. At plus 195, they're all in the playoffs. Everybody in that division is in the playoffs, correct? Unless the Lakers go on, too. Oh, yeah, right. For all intents and purposes. They should have taken the next step. Right. Right. I get all five of those teams. And what's the price? Plus 195. Seems like a bargain. I'm going to jump aboard. Do, do this real quick. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, the conference breakdown in the NHL? Because the East will win the Stanley Cup. 
The, the East. The team from the East will win the Stanley Cup. All right, let's get back to NHL. I don't. I, I think the Lanch. I don't think they win it back to back years. I like Edmonton, but I like I like four teams in the East. Four teams. East has East. to be favored. Team futures. Let's see. Because of course the Bruins are there and they're overwhelming. Season specials. The Eastern Conference. You're right. Minus one seventy five. Western Conference plus one fifty. I, I think the well, we'll see. Are uh, either of those teams in one division that you like in the East? Ah, uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. They're in the Atlantic. They're in the Atlantic, yeah, uh, with Boston and Toronto. I don't like Tampa. I, I like two in the Metropolitan, Carolina and the Rangers. I like two in the Atlantic with Boston and 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 the Leafs. You can get the Atlantic at plus one sixty five, the Metro at plus two fifty. I see the wheels turning over Well, there. it's just because Boston, they're so damn good. Yeah, they are. All right, we'll take uh, time out. Before we do that, though, it is time for another $1,000 home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. And in that pop-up box that will appear, you can enter the keyword money. Money. That's your chance to win $1,000 in this nationwide contest. The keyword in the 11 o'clock hour is money at kxno.com. Money at kxno.com. Another opportunity coming up in about an hour. And then every single hour throughout our afternoon block of programming with Murph and Andy in the drive with Heather and Sean. We will be joined by Matt Snyder. Talk some baseball next. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. See taxtech.com for details. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's talk some baseball. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. He joins us. He moves to Monday starting next week. Let's talk a little baseball. Hello, Matt Snyder. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm great. Uh, again, just like we talked about last week, it's been a really, really fun start to the season. I've loved every single minute of it. Uh, I think that... Um, Television numbers I haven't seen yet uh, as to what the, uh, the the pitch clock has done. I think I, I hear a lot. It's going to save the game. I was never in the point to well, you know the game's in trouble, <laughs> uh, but I do think it will. Bra- I mean, baseball's got me right. They've got Trent. They've got us. But it's those other fans that they really need. Um, so maybe we we will see. I want to ask you. I want to start with Tampa Bay, who um, just I, I mean ten and zero. Come on, how do they do this every year? Seemingly, you know, they lose a, a a key piece to that lineup every single year. Yet, whether it be by injury, whether it be by free agency, um, how do they keep doing this? It, it's got to be more than Kevin Cash, right? Well, yeah, I, I think that they are probably the best in baseball in terms of doing their homework and finding guys that they think will be bargain-type bargain, bargain type players. And, and they do miss. Like, uh, it, there's a misconception, oh, they never miss. Well, yeah, they do. They, they've missed on some trades before. But for the most part, they know what they're doing. They have a system where a lot of times they can plug and play. Um, there are guys in other organizations who aren't valued as much, somebody like Harold Ramirez who bounced around and they said, hey, we, we see value. We know how to extract that value out of guys like that. And they do it. Um, part of it so far this year has been the schedule, as we talked about last sure. year. Sure, yep. Um, and they went out and they got the 1-0 win against the Red Sox last night. Uh, we'll see here. It gets a lot tougher in the coming weeks. But they are as good as it gets in terms of studying, whether it's their own players, players from other organizations, they know how to do their homework. 
So speaking of that division, the Orioles are 500. They're fun. They're fun to watch. Yep. And not only that, now they got a, well, water bong in yes. the dugout after a home run. I'm going to guess somebody from Major League Baseball maybe is going to make a phone call saying, are we sure about that? Do we do we really want to be? Yes, I understand. It's not beer in there. It's not a beer bong. It's a water yeah, bong. Water. But still, uh, is that going to continue? Or is at the very least somebody going to say, maybe that's something that we need to hold off upon? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just water. I as long as it's just water, I kind of feel like they would be hypocritical given how much they glorify all the beer drinking and the yeah. chugging after teams win mm. what, playoff first and the yeah. wild card round and the LDS and the LCS and the World Series. Like, no league shows celebrations with champagne and beer the way Major League Baseball does. It's true. Um, and given that this is only water, surely they'll just let it slide. <laughs> and it's fun. You know, I, I think they're, they're continuing to want to say, you know, look how much fun is had in the World Baseball Classic by other countries. Let's try to have that much fun here. Yep, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, the, the Red Sox had that stupid shopping cart last year. They pushed through uh, the dugout <laughs> yeah. when a guy hit a home run. So, so let's move around baseball. Let's go to the central division of the American League where uh, Cleveland found a way. Bieber was in trouble in the first inning last night, uh, got off the hook. When you, when you look at the central uh, where, where Cleveland is as a narrow lead through 10 games, um, is there concern? Is there a concern amongst the White Sox or the Twins who seem like they'll be the pursuers? If you had to, you know, ten games in, find find a not perhaps a fatal flaw, but something to be concerned about with either the Twins or the White Sox pursuant to their chances, what would that be? Yeah, White Sox. Um, they're just not that good. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have much organizational depth, so any injury at all puts them severely behind the eight ball. And it's not like they've got a team full of Cal Ripken hired men. I mean, they have guys who are no true the injured list throughout <laughs> yeah. the lineup. Yeah. Um, I I just I, I do think that they can play really well in spurts, as you saw in that Astros series, but they still only split it. And then the Astros just lost the series to the Tigers right after that, who are terrible. Um, I, I just don't think they're that good. It seems like the ceiling is mediocrity, and they could bottom out after that. And then if they're a seller at the trade deadline, it could get really bad because, again, they don't have that much depth in the organization at all. Back to the Guardians. This team I, I didn't think was going to be very good. And, yes, it's early in the year. We're 11 games in. We're talking about, what, one fifteenth of the schedule at this point. But another organization, Francona, as yeah. good as you're going to find as a manager, yep. finding those kind of the under-radar guys, the young guys that have come up and developed. They built the bullpen. It's not just Class A. That bullpen as a whole, it just – Feels like one of those smart, smart organizations that maybe doesn't get enough credit for what they do. Kind of year in, year out. It is, and, and their formula is more. They are exceptional, and they have been for over a decade. You can think back to like when Corey Kluber came up right. at developing their own pitching. It's they they just roll arms. It seems like off an assembly line. Um, maybe not as much luck on the offensive side, after, other than Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor, and they made Lindor into Rosario and Jimenez. Other than that, maybe not as good at developing the position player side, but they're so good at developing pitching. And then Francona is as good as it gets at getting all he can out of his players. Again, like the Rays, they do their homework. Mm-hmm. I just they're not they're not on the Rays level for me. I mean, the A's gave them fits, and then we saw what the Rays did to the A's. So uh, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. But I, I'm more inclined to think that it's going to take about 86 or 87 wins. 
take the AL Central. So, hey, Trent, maybe it'll be your twin. Uh, let's go to the NL Central, where as bad as uh, my, my prediction of Tampa Bay finally following to, to the bottom of the East, uh, I said the <laughs> same thing about the Brewers. I thought that the Brewers' window was closed. In fact, I thought Craig Council was probably, if I had to pick one, uh, who's the first manager to get fired? I would have put back Tim with my money uh, that he Council would be the first. Yet here they are. Uh, they're leading the way um, in, in the division. When you watch the Brewers, what do you see and how are they doing it? Well, I mean, they, they get timely hits. Uh, and at some point, it's not a coincidence. They, they've been a good, timely hitting team for several years. Um, and they're great at pitching, and Council, I think, is as good as it gets in terms of dealing with his bullpen. And I know they've had a lot of vaunted arms in the bullpen, but it's not as deep of a bullpen as it was back in, say, 2018, 2019, when they were probably the best bullpen in baseball. It's not that deep. He still just knows what strings to pull when he needs to pull them. And uh, they've gotten two bad outings from Corbin Burns so far, and they're yes. still after this kind of start. So it's, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be formidable throughout the year. They've got some good young position players there, Mitchell, and I—they're a good ball club. Again, I don't think it's similar to the AL Central. I don't think it's as, as tough as the East or the West. So maybe eighty-eight, eighty-nine wins take it. But the Brewers in good position right now, and they did not have an easy schedule to start the year. Even if the Cubs are only mediocre, like I said, you're going at Wrigley, and then you, they go Mets and Cardinals Mets cards, at home. Yeah. That's a tough schedule mm-hmm. to start things off. And then at Arizona, the Diamondbacks are kind of sneaky. Yeah, so leading the division. It's a tough schedule to start the year. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned the Cubs. You're a Cubs fan. You were not enamored with their offseason. You thought they went cheap, filled in some holes with some veterans that you weren't exactly sure. What's it going to take for this team, though, to hang around? Not win 95 games, anything like that. But we go into towards the end of July and saying, you know what? If they make a move, maybe just maybe they get in and. Well, as we know in baseball, anything can happen. What still needs to happen even to get to that point well, in your mind? Yeah, I'll give them this. They're a lot more scrappy than they were last year. That's for sure. And Dansby I think Swanson. Part of that is Dansby Swanson. Absolutely. He's just a winner. He comes from the Braves, a winning culture there. I mean, he was on Vanderbilt College, a winning culture there. So he's That's just true. been around yeah. winning his whole life. Um, and just to play last night, where there was a ground ball with a runner on second, he was kind of up the middle, and he immediately threw it to third and picked off the lead runner when it was a one-run game. Yep. Those are the types of plays that he has a nose for, and that can be contagious. Still think you need more middle-order production, but Seiya Suzuki's been hurt, and he's coming back. If Cody Bellinger starts to have some more balls, find holes, um, if Trey Mancini reverts back to the guy that hit 30 home runs in Baltimore, mm-hmm. Maybe you get a little bit more there. I still feel like they're a power bat away at least and maybe a top of the rotation arm away, and I don't know how you're going to find those in the middle of this season. That's why I wanted them to do it in the off season. Uh, hmm. But they're, they're a little scrappier than I thought. I still think they're ticketed for third in the division. I still am not coming off the they're more mediocre than good statement that I had before the season. But, you know, I, I'm a little bit more excited than I was a week and a half ago. Uh, I'm with you, although I still, uh, although it worked. Uh, m- when Madrigal took off from second base last night in the 10th inning, I oh, thought, he got well, lucky, man. Oh, did he, he ever. He, he, got... said he, had a, he, he said he had a read on it and all that, oh, but please. as far as paying more attention, he's dead to right. <laughs> he was, yeah, they went absolutely. Now it worked out well. Uh, that was that was remarkable. So Keegan Thompson was 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 terrific. Smiley had a great start last night. Keegan Thompson. It looks as though they've 
uh, settled on him being a bullpen guy, right? I thought that they were going to try yeah. and convert him to start, but that doesn't look as it's going to be the case. It's probably too late to do so now at this point. Yeah, it seems like they already have pretty much a full rotation, plus Kyle Hendricks is coming back off of injury, and uh, Javier Assad got options to AAA before last night, and they said they're stretching him out as a mm. starter. So you're looking at a situation where you probably have seven starters. And we've talked about that before. You probably need seven or eight these days to guard against, uh, you know, workload issues for younger guys or injuries for anybody. Um, so, yeah, it looks like they're going to make him a long guy, but he could thrive in that in that situation. And, and he, he has thrived in that role for, you know, at least last year. And so far this year, if you talk about six and a third innings in only four games, a 1.42 ERA, that's a guy that can be a major weapon. Um, we've seen it with the Yankees, with guys like Michael King before he got hurt. Uh, th- these guys can be major, major weapons. If you have enough starters, then you have a long guy. If somebody has to have a short start, maybe somebody like Hayden Wisniewski needs to be piggybacked as you look for uh-huh. workload to be lower. I think he could be a big weapon. I think Wisniewski pitch. I think he starts tonight. He does sure. against Flexen. Does yeah. he? Do- I, 20 seconds on this because we're running short on time. Um, Blue Jays, they finally get to play at home. I got to ask you a selfish yeah. one. This is the, they're the last team that gets to to open at home. Um, I'm encouraged. Still, I mean, six and four on the road to start the season. Tampa, I got to think they're coming back to the pack. Where, where, what do you think of my squad? Ten road games, three of them at Angels, three of them at Cardinals. To go six and four before you've ever played at home, I think you'd have to be absolutely ecstatic with that road trip. And then you get the Tigers. At home for three right now, you could be sitting nine and four, eight and five. That's a good, good start. Indeed, it is. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. We will, if you follow baseball, if you love baseball, Matt's a great read. CBSSports.com. He will join us on Mondays uh, going forward. Thank you, Matt. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you early next week. All right. Take care. Thank you, buddy. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. All right. Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose. He runs things over the Jefferson outfit. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back. Trent's going to get a trophy. We'll uh, pick Travis's uh, sports wagering brain uh, from behind the scenes on the other side of the counter with Travis Dvorak. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.4 Fort Inns Road in Ankeny. Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Final segment, hour number one. NFL Draft Talk kicks off our number two NBA conversation as well. Trent's Plays of the Day Circus Sports. Trent's Plays of the Day in the Bet Rivers Handicapping Contest paid off, uh, well, in spades, as he has another trophy to add to his collection. Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose Jefferson uh, just joined us in studio, presented Trent with the trophy during the break. How are you, Travis? Nice to, nice to see you, Ken. Thank you for having me. Happy birthday, Trent. I Thank brought you. you a gift. Yeah, I'll say. Should have put a bow gift. on it, but that's okay. You, yeah. like, you like the gift in your account a little better for Bed Rivers. but Yeah, that uh, that went incredibly nice. well here during March Madness. We took uh, what turned out to be 200 to start, another 200 before the Final Four, and we turned it just north of $900. That's incredible. That's a hell of a run. Well, what you, were you betting? Parlays? I uh, had some same-game parlays. Yeah. A few of those hit. Had a couple of big ones there. A lot on UConn. They were my money team throughout the tournament. Um, a couple of parlays that hit not just same game parlays, but regular mm-hmm. parlays. And- how did the country miss on UConn? They just dominated. How do, how was everybody, you know, pre-tournament not on this team? They looked like an over, as it turned out, they were. I, that Losing six out of eight there at the beginning of conference well, play, I think, just spooked so many people. Well, but 
they were head and shoulders, double digits in every single Ooh. game, dominating and well, domination here. Take that, Cyclone Larry. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you had to beat was Cyclone Larry. It was down to Cyclone Larry and myself and two different both final four games he had it was one of the starters for UConn. He had a same game parlay like UConn minus yeah. the points. And I can't remember who it was, but whoever it was, both times, if he would have hit those, and they were both pretty substantial, two $300 bets, mm-hmm. or at least would have went into his account, and he just missed on both of them. Wow. And I don't feel bad about it. No, nor, nor, <laughs> nor, nor should you. Uh, so, Travis, how's business? Uh, we saw some of the numbers. $232 million was bet in the state. Of course, Wild Rose in partnership with three of the big ones, uh, DraftKings, Circa, uh, and Bet Rivers, all terrific, uh, all terrific partners for you guys. Um, what kind of month was it? And did you see? More um, more business in your properties because of the fact that there was so much interest in the in-state teams. Did people actually leave their living rooms and come in and watch the games uh, in Emmitsburg, in Clinton, or in Jefferson? Yeah, we did really well. Um, the state, as we talked about earlier, the year over year, March to March, the retail was flat, but the revenue was, or the, not the retail was flat, I'm sorry. The handle was flat, but the revenue was up. I think a lot to do with the upsets and mm-hmm. and the Iowa teams went one and five in the yeah. opening round, stuff like that. And not everybody was paying attention to uh, Trent like they should have, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then we talked, to, but we saw really good stuff in the retail. Um, when Iowa like played South Carolina on a Friday night, that was perfect. I had a concert that night; it was just perfect. But we saw our now, overall was the business book increase. Full? Would you would more more people making their way down the hall there because the 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 machines in the gambling area is 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 of I don't know how many. 30 yards away from coaches. Yep. Uh, so you have to you have to leave and actually walk into coaches to watch the game into the book. Were there more people watching uh, South Carolina and I within a normal Friday night women's we, game? I'm assuming yes. Yes. We had, just quick term is, we had just as many people watching that Iowa-South Carolina game as we had people watching the Super Bowl at our book. Wow. Is that a yeah. fact? It was wonderful. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but we had some beer and wing specials and... And yeah, it was a wonderful night. Obviously, it came out really well. Yeah. And here's what surprised me the most. I mean, what was South Carolina? Twelve point favorite, yeah, eleven or twelve. I mean, yeah, Vegas yeah. is saying no shot, right? right? Yeah. But at the retail and even online, with our online partners, um, we had high handle and we lost money because people were betting so much on Iowa. Uh, how about the women's tournament overall uptick? I know yeah, you don't break it up, break it out. The state doesn't actually break out by sport. I wish they would. I. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, um, but you had. You, you, I'm sure you've noticed that when, uh, that the women's tournament, maybe it's just because the Iowa had the uh, length of time in the tournament as they did. But throughout the season, more people finding the way to women's college basketball. We were finding more and more on Iowa, a little bit on Iowa State because they've mm-hmm. they're really you know Ashley Jones and that yep. group there does did a really wonderful job. Um, but in the tournament, we saw a lot of betting initially, and this Iowa and Caitlin Clark and Coach Bluter they did such a phenomenal job. You know you made it when that money starts following, yeah. and we saw a great increase in women's basketball this year. Plus, there was some controversy at the end, and <laughs> that people yeah. make up because they're bored. And yeah. I kind of keep that as white noise, but it it does rile people up. Yep, Travis, uh, on that front, Caitlin Clark, there were props available with some of your uh, different properties, including yep. Bet Rivers. But in Illinois, do you know is there any kind of push to allow in the state of Iowa? the prop bets on the in-state players. Is is there much momentum behind it? Is it kind of a one-off like that and there just isn't enough behind it? What do you know on that front? Is anybody pushing towards that? I haven't heard of anybody pushing towards it. I can tell you the books are for it. Mm-hmm. It does take 
it does take our legislation to do it. Mm-hmm. IRGC and Brian Rilkin can't do it. I can't do it. Right. And but it's probably the, too late for this year, right? Because aren't yeah. they wrapping up, I would but, think. But, uh, you know, we are making gains. When we first started, we couldn't bet on the NFL draft, and now we can, and now yep. we're going to, and MVPs um, MVPs, and right, yeah. And I keep telling people that when Iowa put this together, we, we were very careful. Mm-hmm. One, make sure we had a product that we were happy with, and so we crawled before we walked, mm-hmm. and eventually we'll be running. I think all these bets that we want to do will eventually happen. I haven't heard any push lately, but I think it's going to happen. It's just part of the evolution. Was there give and take as, as the as the as the law was, you know, drafted and then passed? The original the original draft didn't get through. I'm assuming there was stuff that was taken out, and yeah. now we can't do this. I'll vote for it, but you got to do this type of thing. I'm guessing there was give and take to get to where we're at. There was a lot, and I give a lot of credit to our congressmen. We don't always give our congressmen credit sometimes, and maybe for reasons, but mm-hmm. this one I do, because the House and the Senate both had anybody and everybody interested to come talk, speak on both sides and every side, and they took a very elongated, elaborate way to look into it. And I'm sure behind the scenes there was a lot of give and take and a lot of negotiations to come up with a product that everybody could live with coming out of the shoots. And mm-hmm. I, I commend them for what they did. Um, we're trying to improve upon that product, though. Yeah, like McNamara versus Deckers and Cyhawk mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it'd be very popular. Like uh, Trent mentioned, Caitlin Clark having the uh, the parlay on her assists, points, and rebounds. Right. Uh, north of what was it, forty four now? What was the number? She blew past it. She blew past it. Unbelievable. You no, know, what was wonderful is you saw our sportsbook partners were offering that in other states. That's a good point. So it wasn't Hawkeye fans, right? It's a good point. You got these sports fans that are recognizing this and betting on this yep. in other states. Yep, a, that's an excellent point. Travis, good to see you. Uh, as always, we appreciate you coming in. Thanks for the trophy. <laughs> Trent scored well, you're, again. you're caught up with Ken now, so we're that's both right. two trophies. Two-time winners. Now we yeah, need but another... you don't have a rule change. Oh, <laughs> I forced a rule to be <laughs> the, changed. The Ken Miller rule. The Ken right. Miller rule. You can't bet on futures. <laughs> Hour two coming up. We're going to talk uh, NFL draft and NBA playoffs. Trends Plays of the Day Circus Sports. Thank you to Travis Dvorak. Hour 2 coming on the next. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.